everybody, welcome back to the Law of Attraction podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Graziano. We are so excited today. We are in Vegas with a very special friend of mine. Somebody who I don't think needs a bio, so I'm just not gonna do one. He's the number one DJ in the fucking world. He is so amazing. He's Grammy nominated numerous times. He's somebody who has inspired me and so many people all over the world. Welcome to the stage, or thank you for having me in your amazing playhouse again, Steve Aoki. Thank you. Hi. Thank you. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Cool. I'm so happy to be here. This is so fun. I'm going to do a tour for you guys and like show you around how dope this crib is. It's so fun. There's a trampoline. I like bouncing. Yeah. <laughs> it's always so fun. And your studio is amazing. Is that where you make all your magic? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, that's, that's what pays the bills pretty much. But I mean, it's been an evolution mm -hmm. for sure. From day one, I was, my first studio was a, um, just like my office, small little office room. And then I remember taking over this flower shop and turned the refrigerator into an actual studio and like put, you know, all that you need to acoustically tune it. I mean, I've had so many different rooms. I mean, the air, like sitting in a, on an airplane with headphones and your computer is a studio now. So it's just, it's just like the way in which to make music has changed so much over time and it's become more mobile, easier, more versatile. And uh, I was just in here boxing up vinyl and recording the sound of the tape over the box. Because Yeah, because the sound was so cool. That's so dope, I want to so, hear it. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is going to be good for, you know, for some effect. Mm -hmm. So like anything, you know, like, you know, especially like touring too. Mm -hmm. Like wherever I'm at around the world, if I have a couple days, I'll, you know, I'll like, you know, go, go in on a studio and then try to find local artists to work with. And that's what's helped create the global sound that I have is being able to work with so many different kinds of artists from around the world, you know, be able to be more fluid in the production sense to expand and like learn different cultures and learn from other artists and different producers. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely expanded my reach. That's so beautiful. But that's what's so nice about your music is that it's so eclectic and it's so, like all the different sounds, I can now see that and the cultural thing. And my son who's six years old, by the way, you guys, is like his biggest fan. He goes around singing movie star. You know your song movie star? Yeah. That's his favorite oh, song. That's he so knows cool. all the lyrics. And I'm like, it's so fast. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he just, he's so cute. He loves it. It's just, it's like, he's like, play movie star as soon as we're in the car. And he's like, turn it up. Oh my God, that's so cool. His actual yeah. favorite music is the kind of like, I don't know what your genre is, but the genre of like boom, boom, you know, yeah. like basically electronic that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. his vibe because when he's playing Pokemon and when he's playing all these games, the music is that vibe in the yeah. background. 
So yeah, your music's transcending your quest. It's definitely like it, that's it's it's generational. It's mm -hmm. also it doesn't have a language. Yes. So that's the other way that I'm able to tour around the world as an artist is yeah. that people are connecting to the the beat or the melody of the the actual music. Mm -hmm. So like when when like some of my biggest songs is just like humming the melody, you know. Yeah. And so anyone could do that. It doesn't matter if you're if you only speak Japanese or you only speak yeah. German or whatever English or or Spanish. Mm -hmm. It's like the they're just coming to just jump and dance and mm -hmm. and and that's just that that's like a universal thing wow so i can see a kid like bobbing you know uh -huh. to like some mm -hmm. some banger edm songs you know yeah that's it he even know he even says edm that's really funny yeah. no i love it okay so i'm understanding the music but you are you're so multi-talented you're so multifaceted you do metazoo tell us about metazoo <laughs> <laughs> so yeah during covid i i experimented a lot with my music but also in business and I'm a I'm definitely a serial entrepreneur I, I'm like always looking at different best way for me to put it is like I started a label 27 years ago called Dimock and I learned how to be an A&R and an A&R is you find new artists mm. like you you see something developing you're like okay I want to invest time into yeah. this artist and help them grow because there's something special well just by the pure like kind of practice of doing that with music I started applying that in business and in different industries that that really excited me mm -hmm. and during COVID mm -hmm. fast forward during COVID I had all this time I was stuck at home and I got really into what I used to do in nostalgia so I got really into what I used to do as a kid is, yeah. is like open up packs and get like cool like you know try to get like the rare baseball cards Card. football cards you know yeah. whatever and then I got into Pokemon and then I you know now I have money and as a kid you didn't have money so as a kid you could like afford like a pack for like five bucks now I'm like I have money I could buy the most expensive one and like I just act like a kid going hey if you had the money would you get that now I, now I could do that yeah and then you know I was like getting all into the Pokemon box openings and spending a lot of money in that space and then I was like you know like I, the A&R side of me the entrepreneur side of me is what is the next Pokemon? What it, what are the next? What's the what's called TCGs, trading card games? So I went and scanned all the different TCG companies, and I and I actually talked with a few of the CEOs to get like their vision and their identity and what their plan is, roadmap. And uh, then I met with uh, the creator of MetaZoo, uh, and he told me his story of what MetaZoo is all about, which to me was a goldmine IP and basically the reason why I think it's a goldmine IP is that it's based around cryptids which are are characters and beasties and like fictitious things out there that we created throughout time. Mm -hmm. So Santa Claus is a cryptid. But um Bigfoot's a cryptid. Oh, I got or, it. Or like anything mm -hmm. that we create like the UFO UFOs are cryptid. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. we like create, create. these yeah, mm -hmm. it's so basically it's all it's all familiar mm -hmm. and it's but it's public domain so like there's no one like you can make a bigfoot t-shirt no one's going to come after you because there's no company that owns bigfoot wow it's like public IPs. yeah but you can make an interpretation of that so we made metazoo was you know the whole idea of metazoo is to create an entire world where all cryptids live from all around the world 
So there's tens of thousands of these characters that you can actually, if you create a story, they can exist together and we can create our own interpretation and we own the IP of that interpretation. And, wow. and when we started this, okay, this is what's, this is wild. So it started as a Kickstarter project mm -hmm. with $17,000 invested from the, uh, from Kickstarter yeah, crowdsourced yeah, yeah. and launched its first boxes of characters. And that's when I got involved. Wow. And 16 months later, we've already grossed over $50 million. In 16 months? In 16 months, it's, a, it's, it's grossed over $50 million in business. That's fucking amazing. Uh, based on trading cards. So, of course, we do collaborations, mm -hmm. like which is wild the numbers. Like, we dropped Christmas wrapping paper with MetaZoo logos and sold a million dollars of Christmas wrapping paper in, in six hours. We did skate <laughs> decks that's, you know, we sold uh, oh, like uh, upwards of a million dollars in 40 minutes with our MetaZoo characters. Is this the cards that you're always doing on your lives? Yeah, I do a lot of the MetaZoo, but yeah. I'm also a collector of cards. So I have like, I'm oh, yeah, into like done. Marvel and I'm into, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pokemon, have, obviously, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, sports mm -hmm. and stuff like that. God, I love this. And you have it with Dan, right? And Dan's been on the show. Yeah, yeah. Dan's so, been on three times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Dan, <laughs> our mutual friend. Yeah. Um, That's during Dan's COVID. for everyone. The show's just come out, so you guys would have seen it. Yeah. So the same time I was uh, during COVID, I, I was so into, like, I'm a collector at heart. So when Dan yeah. told me about sports card, how it's a real investment, because I always thought of them as just like, oh, this is cool. It's like in a thing and doesn't, it's not, it just doesn't have any value. He started explaining the value to me and how it's an actual real alternative investment. And I had the time and I, you know, it's a nostalgia thing. So it just Aww. hooked me in really good. And then he's like, hey, let's open some shops together. Let's open a shop together. Actually, just one shop. And I'm like, I'm in. I'm already like starting to buy some cards and start spending some money on some cards. I bought a Mickey Mantle rookie, which was a big deal for me. Um, and I bought some, I spent some serious money on some cards. And he's like, okay, you're in this heavy. Let's open a shop. And then we open up Cards and Coffee and the Coffee Breakers oh my God, I love uh, this. together. And so on the sports side, he kind of operates all yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. On the TCG side, MetaZoo is my baby. Oh, this is so apt right now for your little surprise. But okay, <laughs> this is so good. Okay, and can we dive now to the other part of Steve, the side that I know, the, the, like, the side that I guess the world doesn't always get to see because you're just this like star DJ, right? And you're this like very public figure. But like behind the scenes, you're like, you're human. You're a beautiful person, you are close with your family, you're an amazing human, you practice self-development naturally, you know, you love meditation. Is there anything that you do in particular that you think has helped you get to where you are now? Like somebody's listening at home and they're like, I wanna be like you, I wanna, I wanna be successful in whatever you're good at. Remember, authenticity is everything, but they're listening, they're like, what did you do? You I know, think what was that moment? Well, what what I'm learning now is balance because up until, you know, maybe 2 years ago since COVID, maybe a year ago, I've been driving in the red for this whole time. I mean, and when I say I'm driving in the red, I'm like pushing myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like doing 200, 300 shows a year. I did 300 shows a year for, that's like for a few every years. Every night, apart from yeah, it's like, 5 days. It's like basically I'm flying the other 50 days. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh, if, sorry, this yeah, 65 you know, days yeah, in a year. Right. <laughs> so I'm like doing 300 and I do my all like the other days, but I've, 
I mean, I didn't, I never cracked below 200 shows a year until COVID yeah. for 15 years straight. So, I mean, I, I loved, actually, I loved the title that I'm the hardest working DJ. I loved it. I like totally wow. embraced. I like took pride in it. Yeah. And when people said that about me or like, I was like, yeah. you know, that's, that's me. You know what I mean? I have the Guinness Book of World Records of the most traveled musician in one calendar year. So it's not just DJs, like all musicians I've have more miles. So oh it's like, I love holding that kind of thing, but I realized it's, it's like, it's just not sustainable. And, and because of COVID when everything stopped, and there's no FOMO because there's a, there's a difference between like being at home yeah. and and knowing that the world is going yeah. without you. And then you just feel like this urge to like, I got to go out versus being at home and everyone's stuck at home. It's like a true like for me, that was like, wow, I really, really enjoy it because before I didn't enjoy it being at home of and like course. where I couldn't go out. And now since everyone's stuck at home, like, OK, now what what should I do with this time? And you know, the driver inside of me is like, okay, I'm going to like, I need to like turn, turn every day into a lesson. Beautiful. And, and then I just, you know, then I got really into mindfulness and then realized that every day doesn't have to be a lesson. You know, like, it's just, it's funny how the more you get more into like <laughs> yeah. self care, mm -hmm. it's like, you don't have to always drive, mm -mm. you know, and be yeah exactly so be like meditation present. is all yes. about being to being to be oh, instead wow. of to doing right mm -hmm. so um the more i got into that then i then you know now i'm coming out of it and i'm trying to find this balance because when i'm in when the train's going and i'm in the driver's seat i can't stop myself but just to keep pushing but i'm i am seeing a major difference of at least the 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 ethos of how i look at my my like pursuit of you know what i'm doing in my life the impact that i'm trying to create the shows all the shows i'm i've turned down so much it's crazy i've never turned down as much as i have i've turned down like the emmys to dj the emmys i've turned down the macy's day parade to dj that thing these are hugely huge televised television shows i've turned down two movie uh, appearances where i can cameos myself i've turned down other things i don't want to say out loud because i don't want to hurt my friends feelings that ask me to do stuff but like really, really like things that like, you know, a younger yeah. self three years ago would be what like is? flying to do those things. I just like, I've learned to say no that I never experienced before, before COVID. So, and it feels great. Mm -hmm. And I, and I enjoy just being home mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and vegging out and playing Call of Duty. Yes. Like I don't like need to actually mm -hmm. do so much. Yeah. I like to be in my cold plunge and just like, zoning out in there getting my sauna doing like stuff like that where it doesn't have to be all about like you know how do i get to the next stage of my life you know although i still have that drive it's you can't take that no, away from me it's just embedded within you but i think what you're saying is no means yes in so many ways you saying no as a boundary is you saying yes to yourself and allowing yourself you've gotten to a point where like you know i've been with you like out and people like run up to you and you're, you're such a known figure in this point in your life that you've already achieved so much and you're doing a really positive impact in the world and i know that that's something you love you know you want to reach more people in a positive way in the way that you do and expand that but i think that you know saying no we all have to say no like there's so many things that i say no to which i'm like why am i saying no to that but 
I still am on my road. So I'm like, I still want to say yes. Whereas I feel like you're in that position where it's like, it's okay. You know, you can say no, because you're still going to get booked for like the biggest things. And it's a beautiful space to be in. Yeah, it's like strategic. It's definitely strategic. You know, yeah. like I will say, I will do certain things because I know in the end, the long, long game of it, like I'm not saying no to all movie appearances, you know, just. And, I'm not, and the ones I did say no to, I love the people. I just, it was just like, I didn't want to do the travel. I didn't want to, like, if, if it was in LA, I would have just done it. <laughs> like certain things like that. Like, it's just convenience for me to just, you know, breathe, yeah. you know? And, and like, before I would say yes to literally everything. I think I told Tom Billy like, this same thing. Like, you know, it's funny because... I remember having this conversation with Tom. We have we have a company together called uh, Neon Futures. Like, well, it's a it's a, a brand based on my music album, and and I was saying, okay, with this project, I'm gonna say yes to everything. Like, whatever comes our way, I'm doing all of it because we got to build the brand. And I mean, I I think I would like you know when you're building a brand, you kind of have to just yeah. like like what you're talking about. But yeah, you know, I guess it is like it's it's balance and strategy and making sure that that you yourself i guess this holistic part of you is is fed mm -hmm. in a healthy way mm -hmm. and um it's so important to keep going like if you keep going in the red zone you risk burnout you risk like i yeah. went through that where i had to take the whole of december off last year like i was flat I got to the, and like november the 30th and i just like handed everything over to my team and i was like they were like you really need to be here and i was like no you have to take this on. Like, I can't. I've burnt myself out. Like, if you go so hard, you have to just protect you and your energy every day, right? And I know you believe in energy. Like, you feel it. You understand. Like, when you rub your fingers like this together, your nails, that's the tips of your chi. Like, it's the end of your energy points. And when you stop doing that, so someone's doing this watching right now. I can't just have nails on, but, like, if your fingertips can touch, right? Yeah, like that. And you rub loads, keep going, keep going with your nails, back and forth. Okay, in a minute, you're going to start to feel the energy in your fingers if you do it. Feel good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, it's so good. Um, oh, by the way, Dolly Parton actually wrote a song using her nails like this as a beat underneath. It does have a good, yeah, nails. it does have a cool, like, Oh, God, you're going to make me go in the studio, sound. aren't you, and record this now. Yeah. The other thing, the other thing I learned as well that, that I'm, like get I get more and more excited about as of late is just having having more of an accurate reading on my diagnostics of my body Beautiful. and my brain. Mm -hmm. So I do blood work like once a month now. Really? And wow. I do checkups. Mm -hmm. Like I have like I'm spending money in certain areas of my life that I think is really important and I and I'm just I'm a biohacker. So now I can truly be one by like understanding, you know, what, what supplements I take or what practices I can do to heal my brain that's damaged in certain areas, which I've learned a lot about just With Dr. recently. Armin, right? Yeah, yeah. How'd yeah. that go? Yeah, so he did a brain scan and, and it was just interesting. To, I never saw my brain like that. I've had an MRI in my brain and I'm obsessed with the brain. So, of, of course, like, my I've done the MRI like 10 years ago. In it. Like I'm, I geek out on this. My book, you've got one of my books. It's like half of it is literally just neuroscience and like research and yeah. studies on this. But go on, I want to know more about the, what you learned with it. And there's like, so like underneath the brain, there's like these lobes are called the temporal lobes. Mm -hmm. And he says that, that that's associated to um, emotional trauma. Mm -hmm. 
but also I heard, because I also do neuro, neurofeedback, you put this brain cap on and uh, uh, you put this brain cap on and it detects biomarkers in your brain that tell you if you have any signs of uh, schizophrenia, delusional behavior, ADHD, so you were OCD, like right up there on delusional. <laughs> <laughs> anxiety, depression. <laughs> memory issues um wow, and, it's so and uh good. and auditory issues so um luckily on all like those the, the ones the scary ones i'm zero. Oh, okay good really good so, yes i'm so happy <laughs> so I'm great worried i'd be on the deluded one because <laughs> <laughs> i would for sure be on <laughs> i would be on the deluded one baby we'll be like oh. 10. Yeah. I'm like, yep, that sounds about right. I live in a deluded world. I just create my own reality. I live in an imaginative place. I'm just like a child. I wake up every day. No, no, it's, not, like, it's not delusional, though. Yeah, well. That's, 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 that's fun. That's, that's, that's me, too. I mean, I live I know, in a yeah. playhouse, imaginative environment that's actually right here. This, my house is immersively imaginative. I know, you know, I love it. And I want to be surrounded by that energy anyway, so I might as well create my, the place I stay yeah. at. Anyways. So what I learned from the neurofeedback is, well, first of all, Dr. Amen said that, the, I mean, it showed my lobes, they're, they're just mangled up. Um, Why? And then... Oh, the he lobes said with the emotional trauma? Emotional trauma. He said emotional trauma. And then I did neurofeedback. And the two areas that have like high biomarkers that, that are problematic is my memory and my auditory, my hearing. So I have really bad tinnitus from, from DJing. Yeah. Like I can hear ringing right now. And so um, that covers up a lot of my my brain in a way that that they're trying. You know, we want to reduce that. And and uh, when I was talking to the doctor on that side, they're like those those two areas are actually in, or in the temporal lobes. So I was like, that makes complete sense. Yep. Yep. That so makes, yeah. now with that kind of information, you know, this is what I've learned is that like you need to get diagnostic checks on your brain, on your body, on your blood work. So you can truly know and, and truly prevent anything that's going to become irreparable, like things that like are just too late. Have you seen um, Gary Brecker? He's been on the Yeah, show. he's 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 my doctor. Yeah, same. Yeah, so How he's did... like, so he he's like he's checking my blood work now. He's like yeah. my guy. He does my okay. We have to talk about this after. Oh my yeah. god! Another. How many mutual friends do we have? Yeah, we have. I mean, we have a lot. I, I mean, was coaching. Um, doing a like a full my MBS, you know, my meditational behavioral synchronicity, which is rooted in neuroscience. I've done it, I, you know, that one that I sent you. Yeah. But with the breath work at the start, I was with one of our friends the other day, Travis, who also came on the show. I did like a three hour session with him of just like breaking through. He was like, fuck, you are just like, you know, helping me so much in so many ways. Because, and the reason I mentioned this is because of the neuroscience behind it with everything that you do with your body, when you go and do these exams and you go do these checks, you have to know how to eradicate certain things. And one of the things Gary teaches is breath work. One of the things that we're given to eradicate and go back in time on, like make ourselves younger, go back with something that you're going forward to. So let's say your mortality, if you were to check it and it said, okay, you're gonna actually, you know, this is gonna be the thing that hits you out at the end of the day, like, you know, 20 years from now, 50 years from now, 100, whatever. And so how do I reverse that? Yeah. How do I literally get rid of it? And so I've realized how powerful breathwork is. So that's when I created my meditational behavior synchronicity. I realized the power 
all of this exercise that I that I do because it helps your immunity in such an amazing way, but it also rewires your brain. So it helps you to get, go to a state of like self-hypnosis and you eradicate the neural pathways. You start to go back on the neural pathways and rebuild divots in your brain, strengthen those divots, those neural pathways, which say, I'm healed, like I am better, I am in a different place. And you can hear it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. You, you like, do you meditate a lot? Uh, I get out of my practice all the time. I mean, it's I try to make it simple so that way I can just do it quickly. Um, but I, I'm definitely a habit guy. So if I get out of a habit, I, I need like group accountability with my friends to get back into to like the healthy habits. Yes, that I'm out of. That's... So that's that's like one thing. That's another hack that yeah. I've learned. Yeah. That that I you know is one thing I could share here is that. I think we all get out of the habits that we like and we know it's good for us, but we're like, oh, we're too busy to do it. It happens to everyone, Yes. you know, but like to get back in, I just, that's good. I like hit up another friend that's like in the same like rut. We're like, okay, listen, if we uh, like, for example, like, I, I mean, we're in a library. So I used to read a lot and I stopped reading. So I, I talked to my friend, uh, we had dinner, this, this guy I know, and he's like, I used to read all the time too. I'm like, fuck it, let's do a bet. We have to read a book a week, which is not hard. It's 40 pages a day because every book's around like 280 pages. Yeah. So if you read 40 pages a day, you can you can knock out a book. Yeah. And you know, I just was able to like explain how it's not difficult to do a book a week if you do 40 pages a day. That is so. True. So then then you, you do it? then then we like you made a bet. So oh. like if we every Friday we have to finish a new book. We try to read the same book and so then you have we did for accountability partner. Yeah, and then you like make it, a bet yeah. and you, you know. If you don't do it, you pay and you have to pay. You can't you can't be bullshitting. You have to pay. So like one over the course of time of doing a group accountability bets, which I've been doing for probably 10 years or maybe eight years now, my friends on like carbs on things, blah, 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 workouts, whatever. I think I've lost over forty thousand dollars and I paid. I paid because I'm very <laughs> serious with these bets because I'll, I'll, I'll do like I'll give you an example. So like. I'll do like, at one point, I was, I was so obsessed with it, like on summer tours, it's easy to be babysat and you get everything you want. That's why like uh, for DJs and artists, you're literally, anything you want, you can get drugs, alcohol, girls, whatever it is, you can get it all. Uh, the temptations are, are plentiful. So in order to be sustainable, you need to like understand what is sustainable, what's not. And... And the other, the one thing that I was doing was I was eating everything. So every, like all my, my diet regimens out the window because wow. I'm going to the best restaurants. Um, I'm, you know, I'm eating where, whenever I want and I have to like, we have to eat when you can, right? So I would just lost my discipline and then I started, was like, okay, in order for me to like get straight, I'm gonna do some bets. But I would do the same bet with 20 people. Wow. So if I like ate the slice of pizza, I would owe $100 times 20. <laughs> so it would be two grand for a slice of pizza. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah. That's so then so once funny. I pay the two grand out, okay, then like, I'm like, fuck that pizza. <laughs> I just spent two grand on a fucking slice of pizza. So like, you Over know, that's it. how you learn. That is how you learn. But then like they pay you too uh -huh. because no one's going to take 20 bets. I'll take them all. I took every single person that wanted to do it. I was like, you want to do it? You want to do it? You want to, you want to, you want to, you want to do it? You want to? And then we, like, it's a trust bet. And I'm fucking like, and I'm like a trusted, like, I will tell you, I'll be like, I fucking ate the pizza. 
Here's a hundred dollars. <laughs> boom, 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 and boom, boom. <laughs> and then I do on top of this. What I do is I, I, I do accountability on the accountability oh my God. that if you don't pay by the end of the month, it doubles. No, you're like the it debt doubles collector. And doubles <laughs> and doubles. And I'm like, so you better up. pay because I pay. And I'm, I am so Have spiritual. you collected it from them too? Oh yeah, I collected one, one guy didn't, didn't pay for like two months. And I'm like, He's like, well, it's like, it's like 50 bucks, no, it's too, too. I'm like, I don't care, man. You, you should have paid. You like 200 bucks? You know, maybe that's 200 bucks. And sometimes I'm like, just buy $200 of Denmark merch. Or yeah. like, donate to this charity. But you better, it better burn from your pocket. Yes. Because you need to learn. Wow. So <laughs> This is the best way to do something and build a new habit. Yeah, yeah. I need them bets. I need them accountability with the groups that yes. like are take it seriously. I never do it. Oh, this is another lesson. I never do it with uh, like a girlfriend, because like I don't want. To, I don't. I feel bad taking from a from a girlfriend, right? So I, although me and my girl at the time during COVID, we we're doing this regimen and we're we're being really consistent with it, and we're really kind of anal about doing it and discipline. Uh, uh, like I would never bet with her. I would always bet with my friends. I'm yeah. like, I, at the end of the day, you just can't. You can't do that. Mm -mm, mm -mm. You have no. You have yeah. to do it with you. You be like, all right, give me. Yeah. <laughs> you just feel too guilty. Yeah, you just yeah, you can't like, do that. I can't do that. Oh my god. Okay, so when I saw the Netflix documentary on you, I was like, oh my god, there's so many more facets to you. I had no idea about. There are things you went through as a kid, like, and it really like touched me. You know, like I think this was like one of the most touching things. You know, like with your dad and stuff. That was like, ugh, you know, like I was really emotional watching it. Do you believe that that has shaped who you are today? There's always the unconscious Rocky Aoki here. My father. He's always there. Like, he's like, I can't pull him away from me. He's wow. there. I can feel his presence. Always. I mean, I'm always trying to, like, it doesn't matter how long he's been gone. He's been gone since 2008. And he's still, like, I still have this. This is, like, the thing I was talking about earlier about holding this record of being the most Hard, hardest working artist is proving it to him mm. first wow. because you know he's a he's a tough guy to to get a validation to get any sort of approval like extremely hard hello friend i'm so excited that you're here welcome if you haven't yet got your copy of the book it is out now make sure you order it from one of your favorite retailers below it's in any of your local bookstores no doubt so grab it from the bookstore in person or hit the link below and when you get your receipt number come back here and go to step two which is where you just insert your receipt number and then boom step three you get access to your free gifts which means number one you get access to the lifetime course of Be It Until You Become It. You get all the modules, all four modules, including the MBS method as a bonus module on number two as a gift from me to you. And that will be for lifetime. That's for you to keep. And then number two, you get access to the workbook, which we spent months writing. As I was writing the book, as I was creating things, I created exercises which are gonna help bridge the gap between the life that you're living now and the life that you wanna lead. This workbook is phenomenal and it goes so beautifully alongside the book. It helps you to really transform and step into that version of you that you are born to be. And then gift three is winning the chance 
of potentially having a one-on-one -on -one session with me worth over $10,000. So if you want a chance to do any of those things, well, you definitely get the first two, but number three, you may win. So when you buy the book today, put the receipt number in, you'll get access to the lifetime, be it until you become it course, and you will also get the workbook and the chance to have a one-on-one -on -one session with me. Hit the link now and I'll see you soon. Coming down for sure, but I think the environment, the, the way that he raised his kids with this very uh, hard work ethic, like constant, it was work above everything, above family, above of a love above health above everything you you have to be hardworking and in in so doing he never gave any of his kids any money but he did give us experiences you know um he did show off but he never like showed off by going okay you can have this expensive car you can have this thing like we never got any like crazy items i mean you imagine someone that rich growing up, you handed down like, like all the expensive shoes, the cars, the nice bike, the this, that, and the other. You just, we just didn't get that. And that was the way he was. He's truly a Japanese, traditional Japanese uh, ethics person. And um, even when he passed away, there was no estate for us because actually his, his, his third wife took it. So all of his kids had to be working uh on their own actually i made made an interesting analogy and this might sound pretty rough but i've said this before with uh with like my siblings i i was i would i love making analogies and this is pretty rough okay so i'll just take it with a grain of salt <laughs> but i we kind of looked at our father yeah. like we were like ships sailing across to the other side of the the the, the like the port so uh -huh. one port to the other port uh -huh. and we're, we're we we have to build our own ship uh -huh. and we're sailing and he's on the other side of the port with a sniper rifle and he's shooting the the boat with holes. And like, he's just like, we're going like, oh shit, what's the fucking hole? Where'd that come from? And it's him. He's like, just like shooting the sails and we have to patch that stuff up. And and then we're just going, he's like, he's going too fast. I'm going to shoot, shoot two holes there. And he, we have to patch it up. We have to learn and literally no lifeline. So if you drown, you're, you're drowned. There's no lifeline. So that's my father. Like he is constantly making it more difficult for us yeah. to learn. But I'll tell you, in the early stages of my life, although I would I would say going that hard is probably probably hard, too hard, it really I mean, it is like grilled into my brain. Like how how much of a that that kind of ethos that he wanted to grill. Hard working. Yeah. So now I'm balancing that with just quality of life. Yeah. You know, which, you know, is important. You have to. And I, I'm, I've lived half my life as far as my life expectancy, the average life, life expectancy of a Western person. So um, hopefully, I mean, I, there, there, is a, there is that like scientific uh, theory that every year that you grow in life, you, it's like a, a quarter of a year that also grows with you because of technology and all that stuff. So it's not, not really 80, but, you know, it's, it's like sad to think. I'm 45 this month and that's, I have 40 years left. That's, that's like not right. I, I've, I've lived, if I live temper, I feel like I've lived 10%. So I need another 350 years. Yeah. I really feel like I'm at 10%. That's beautiful. Well, maybe you'll be the, one of the oldest people in the world. I like, I think. You well, Japanese be. people yeah, that yeah, live the Ikigai yeah. lifestyle. <laughs>
but live in like a small village with like no money yeah. and just like eating fish and yeah. rice and spending time with their family and working in the field. No stress. They're like 120. Yes, I know. But like it's not it's not in Las Vegas, so. Yeah, maybe you'd have to move, <laughs> go to the beautiful mountains in yeah. Japan and spend time there. Have you been to Japan? It's my favorite place in the whole world. You can go from the snow to the hot in a day, right? It's yeah, like you it's, can do three seasons or something incredible in a day. There. I've not been. I just heard about it. Oh, my God. It's well. First of all, Tokyo is the most uh, expl explorative city you can imagine for a tourist from the technology and the, the, the sightseeing, the food, the clothes, the people. The, there's like all the different boxes you tick on being a tourist. You yeah. experience it at the highest level. It's just because Japan is is a country of craftsmanship. Yeah. So like it's they're they're um, they have this incredible tradition where families teach families the same craft for generations. So the person that makes this metal, like the metal the metal worker uh, in Japan, that 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 grandfather taught his his, his son. And the son taught his son, and or a daughter so. taught his daughter, and they like they're the best, like hands down around the world. The best pizza is in Japan. Really? It's just crazy to say. I swear to God, well, the no, best pizza. Well, no, I believe pizza. you because you you do Europe every summer, so I know that you've been to Italy. It's not it's not actually from me. It's from like the world renowned. Really? The the, the world recognizes just the dough. The the pizza the so I don't know what whatever <laughs> whatever there is yeah. the pizza union whatever has declared Japan is the best pizza in the world. Oh my God, I fucking love this. So yeah, weird stuff know. like that happens in Japan I, I because they're just like molecular. They go down to the detail with, with like, you know, all the craft crafting that they do, you know, like they're just, it's just incredible. So then you go in these hole in the wall restaurants, these like sushi spots, the pizza shops, the, the, the clothes, the whatever, yeah. and you're gonna experience something like with such detail. Wow. with such care so that in itself is is one of my favorite parts of uh of you know actually you know being proud to say that i'm I'm japanese although i'm very much western so when i go there i'm just like Do they i have this kind of guilt i'm like i wish mm -hmm. i could have like learned by underneath the japanese like craftsmanship needle you know yeah wow very well i grew up with i was telling you you know this my family friend she was like she's Japanese god bless her I love her so much and she was like a sister to us I grew up with her and her mom and like it was uh she might be listening now Yoshi and um it was just so nice and I would like listen to the Japanese and be like what she's saying like I just mm -hmm. always wanted to know so it was like you know like I just feel like an affinity to Japanese people I think um it's beautiful okay wait I want to give you something so your birthday's <laughs> coming up on November 30th. Yeah. Um, probably when the show, like, you'll, you guys are listening now while it's out. Um, and so, this is for your birthday, and I thought I'd give it to you on the show. Um, yeah, you can open it. Wow. Okay. I'll, as you open it, I'll talk. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this, this on the fucking show. I don't know if I early. might cut this part. Wow, that looks like some colorful. You have to open all of it. We protected it Whoa. in plastic. There's two things. There's oh, more. my. This is amazing. Can I open this right now? Yes, yes, yes. So this was made by an artist in New York for you. He hand-painted it two months ago. It took him like oh four weeks. Oh, my God. This is amazing. This is so cool. There's wow. more, though. 
Oh my god. Oh my god, you got Metazoo in the back? Yeah. You got Pikachu in the front? Oh, this is awesome. Wow, thank you so much. There's more, though. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. I, I think I, wow, this is awesome. I, I want to put this on. Um, let's see. Let's see what else. So who's the artist? Well, I know you're gonna want you're gonna want to know. Yeah. This. Yeah. No, he's um, he did some pieces for me like three years ago in London, and then when I started seeing how you dress, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I have to get my friend made this stuff. Oh my god, this is so dope. You got Hero Quest on here. You got the hero. You like it? I love and it. We got your size from Dougie's. So like, <laughs> I hope we got it all right. Oh, yeah, but... no, I love this. This is amazing. This yeah. is so cool. I might, I might rock this tonight. It's dope, yeah. I might rock this tonight in my show. This is like, this is right up my alley. This is so cool. And it's, look, it's got like words on it, like do it yourself. And oh, like, I love that. Loads of like secret words in their piece. Yeah. There's like other things I like had written in tranquility. Yeah, this is really cool. That's yeah. that's your, that's that's what you, you like. I know you. That's your input right there. This is awesome. Oh yeah, no, I, I genuinely like designed so much of it. I just told him, like he said. Oh, like he. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Oh, yeah. oh no, I like the stitching too. Yeah, there's like, so many cool things. Oh, like the stitching going on. Hopefully it fits. This you is amazing. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely rock this. <laughs> I'm gonna rock this. You can see Yay. pictures. So cute. You could probably like, I'll, I'll rock it and then you could. You could clip it in your video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh my god, totally on yeah. stage. We'll just yeah. Uh, yeah, send me the clip. We'll I'll definitely in. rock this. This is so good. This is amazing. So cool. This is very cool. Okay, so question for you. Now, what is your superpower? What is Steve's superpower? You have many. You have things which I feel like are just you know, you're amazing at a lot of things, but what's your superpower? I, I think about like <clears throat> like what I do. And what and like what I do and why I love to do it is is um, what I've been doing consistently for this this like this life of mine is I love bringing happiness to people through music. So that's like that's what I do at my shows. Like if I if I have like a successful show to me is when I see like the crowd emerge new from the. The, the experience like wow. that like they're not they're not like they're a different version of themselves wow. after they leave i love love watching the evolution of a crowd change yeah before i get on stage and after mm -hmm. it's and you, actually what's the, what do you see okay so just recently i played this amazon uh appreciation show mm -hmm. i guess like for this the the workers of, of amazon so i did a show at an Amazon fulfillment center, yeah, where you know they box all the goods and yeah. some yeah. massive. It's like a warehouse, like but warehouse. it was, but it was like the entire crowd wow. was just the, the 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 workers, and I didn't know what to expect, honestly. Like I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't know what I was like. They just tell me hey, you're playing a show. I'm like, cool, I'm playing a show. And all of a sudden, we show up to the Amazon fulfillment center. And I walk in, and everyone's wearing like you know the the uh, protective kind of vests on and everything and and they they definitely look like conf a little bit confused but they're like okay we, we kind of have to be here because it's better than working kind of thing like i think most of them had no idea who i was that's random because everywhere like basically anywhere you go you're like well i mean i mean i well maybe i also like to put that in my head i prefer to put that in my head 
uh, that no one knows who I am. Really? Yeah, because then you work for it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, okay, you, go on. Yeah, so, so I go in there and I'm I'm playing, and yeah, I'm there. There's definitely some people that know me. Okay, I'm I'm not gonna uh, I'm gonna be realistic. And, yeah. So there's so there's a humble. few people that know me. Okay, so, but there's a lot of people that are just kind of there and just like curious. And and I did I did like ask the crowd, and then there's like a live stream live stream function with other Amazon fulfillment centers possibly I think, around the world. So, because it was an Amazon wow. thing, okay, for all the, the Amazon uh, workers. And, um, and I was like, I'm just curious, all the people in front of me, how many people have seen my show before? And, you know, there's a few, woo, you know, there's a few of them, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, now I know. Now I have a good, like, knowledge Gauge base of, of like, yeah, 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 like yeah, who's yeah. out there. And I saw the evolution, like, change every 15 minutes. I did an hour set. Every 15 minutes, I was watching the crowd, and they're, they're like, Kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna check out this guy. I've heard his name, probably seen the billboard, seen his face on the casino thing, but I don't listen to his music. This is like I probably I would say is a good general sense of, of the of the crowd, and uh, and then like 15 minutes goes by, they they get more engaged. I'm like, there's like some of them start jumping, and then 15 minutes goes by, like now like. The, the people that are in it, they're like, they're like at a wow. festival. And then there's other people that are like not talking to their friends anymore. And they're watching me. <laughs> and then, and then the last 45 minutes to an hour, I have everyone. I have everyone with me. And they're all like, you know, not all of them are like, like extremely joyous, but they're like there with me. And they're all like, we're like, I got all their attention. And, and then after, I'm like there. There's definitely been that felt good. Yeah, like this, this like feeling of like change that yeah. I actually added. Yeah. So, mm. I just like. I, I I mean my my ability, is is um I'm consistent. I think that's my one of my superpowers is that that when I love something I'm very consistent with it, yeah. and I wouldn't say like that my superpower is that I'm bring happiness to people. I think my, my superpower is that I'm consistent at doing what I love to do and that I love bringing happiness to people. So that is the, that's the goal. And you know, some, sometimes it doesn't happen, I'm sure, but like, that's my goal. That is so and, beautiful. Yeah. So I, I want to do it and I have this drive to do that and I love doing it. And it brings me so much joy when I see people just like want to rip their shirt off in this moment or like yeah. they're smiling they're laughing they're jumping they're with their friends they're having a great time and i love the transformation of someone that's just like uninterested to like they're like hands are in the air wow. i'm like yes i got you i got you <laughs> i won i got you I who's next that. who's oh, next so who's beautiful. next so i always like to follow yeah the the crowd and i'm like okay i i got I got this crowd with me. They're riding with me. Yes. There's some people over here that aren't riding with me. How yeah. do I get them? Yes. And then I want to, you know. You know what? This is really similar to what I do because when I speak on stage, I'm like, I'm a little girl with a massive voice. Like, have you seen me speak on stage? No. no. Oh my God. Yeah, if you want to I'm, well, I've seen your Instagram. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. So like, but live is like, you know, I get nicknamed the female Tony Robbins. Like I fucking scream down an arena. You know, like people are like, whoa, they walking out the room. I see people like literally, they're like checking out, moving out. <laughs> they hear this little girl on stage, they're like, 
what? I see them. And that's my aim. It's just the people who are going to the loo, yeah. going to call their wives. And it's always the men. And I'm yeah. like, I know that they see a woman on stage and they're just going to check out immediately just because yeah. it's a woman. Oh, right, and right. I love watching them turn at the back and come back in. Yeah. And then I'm like, ooh. And then you get these like, if I speak at like corporate events, and it's really formal. And you go on stage and I'm usually like, you expect a roar when you come in. You're like, yeah. what's up? Why? And you get like your response. These guys, what's up? They're like, hey. Like, oh my God, there's 2,000 people and I can't hear anything. It's like dead. So like my aim is to make them feel joy. Yeah. Like my, so it's really funny. We have like the same goal through two completely different devices yeah but it's you know still i guess the voice and the instrument of like yeah you know wow that's, that's so interesting i think you know the reason that we're here on planet earth is to unlock our gift is to unlock our true purpose and that is to help others to benefit the lives of others to contribute to humanity to make this world a better place mm -hmm. and some people don't know what their gift is they don't even find it they don't bother looking into it but Ultimately, it's to bring joy to others yeah. in anything that we do and to better somebody's life, to add value to somebody's life. So uh, if you create the books, if you're an artist, if you're, um, you make candles, if you are a nail person, if you're whatever it is you do, like you're making somebody else happy. And as long as you're doing things that is bringing joy to other people, that, that's your purpose. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. What are you passionate about right now? About my REM sleep, how poor it is. Um, very passionate about increasing that. That's yes, like I love that's that. you know going back to diagnostic checks. Like I I sleep well, but my REM is like piss poor. How do you get your REM better? I'm trying everything. I'm trying everything. What Actually, I'm talking to the like to me. He's like the king of sleep, Who? Matt Walker. He's he's he did a master class on sleep. He has a book called Why We Sleep. Oh wow. Um, so he's. He's also a scientific advisor to Aura Ring. So he has my data. We talk quite often. He's become a good friend. Um, what does he suggest? He's suggesting a couple of different things, but like it, mine's peculiar because sometimes the things that he's suggesting works and sometimes, and it's not on him. It's just like, I think my brain is just different. I don't know. Well, I've no, always I've, had piss poor REM. But it's, I think the reason that so many people, and I like, I mentor a lot of artists. I mentor a lot of people who are in the sort of show business. They're up and it's so loud all the time. It's go, go, go. And they just find it so hard to switch off. I even used to be like that. I, it's, I don't want to go to sleep sometimes because I love my life so much. I just, but then I recognize the power of sleep. So now I have an evening ritual. So no matter what time you go to bed, if you're performing late, you have to find an evening ritual that starts annoyingly late, but it's something that you do earlier on the other days. And it starts with no blue light and like dimming mm, lights. Like in yeah. my house, I only have candlelight after the sun goes down. So in the summer, it starts at 10 or whatever. But in the winter, it's like, 4 or 5 p.m. candlelight like I won't have lights on my son has actually learned like in the night when he goes to the bathroom he knows we have like a crystal in the bathroom he just stumbles over <laughs> can't see it like mom yeah. you're too dark in here every night I can't see anything he's just learning he's, like, he's like hold this candle like, we stop using lights we're going back to medieval times take this candle he's like mom this candle's not working mom <laughs> It's like a medieval house. I'm so traditional as well. <laughs> oh, that's so good. But yeah, I just, 
I have a crystal for him because it got so bad. But he's so respectful <laughs> for me. <laughs> he goes, when, I, when I'm in bed and I'm sleeping, he, in the morning, if, he, if it's like the light, he's going to put it on. He's like, mommy, I'm going to close the door because I'm going to put the light on. And then he goes on and puts the light on. <laughs> oh, <what a> sweet boy. <laughs> and then he puts his EDM uh, on. <laughs> you, know, you know what I realized? It's like, you know, when I, whenever I have a kid, the most important thing that I want them to just be is just be nice and kind. You know, yes. like, like what a kind kid, like, like, yeah. oh, mom, it's like, that's like the best thing that you could sh like want your kid to become, right? Because yeah. like intelligent and like, you know, getting this, getting that in life, success, whatever. That's like all like the bonuses, but yeah. you just want him to be a good person. Yes, you, know? you do. That is literally all I want for him. My mom's so pushy with him. She's like, I want him to go to an academic school. She told me the other day, if you send him to this holistic school where they learn the I will disown you. I was like, Mom! Oh my gosh, she's like so traditional. Yeah. And I was like, no, like I want to be able to, you know, but I, I want my son, exactly like you say, to just be, have good manners, be kind and loving. And like, yeah. you know, he's so respectful to, to me. I call him mommy's boy. And um, he's now like, cause he's six, maybe this is the age where it begins. So we're in public and I'm like, mommy's boy across the park. And he's like, runs up to me, mommy, shh. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what's up? He's like, stop calling me in public anymore. I'm like, what do you mean in public? Nobody knows who you are, babe. Like, <laughs> I'm like, stop worrying. It's just so funny. Anyway, so yeah, the, the, the medieval household. <laughs> You're like, I really want to see this, like, <laughs> dripping candles everywhere. Have you seen Game of Thrones? Yeah, 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 yeah. of course, of <laughs> it's course. It's that yeah. vibe. It's like yeah. the, the, like, candles and, like, wow. oh, my, I love all of that yeah. stuff. Like, it's so, I find it really calming. Yeah. Because they say if you, at night, are looking at bright lights, that will literally, every hour you're on your phone is an extra hour of lack of sleep or not going into a deep sleep. Sleep is such a really fascinating topic. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. But um, so if you have lights in your home which replicate fire, which goes back to, you know, when we were hunter-gatherers, yeah. if you replicate fire in your home in like crystals or colors of lights, mm -hmm. so really dim the lights and you have like reds and yellows and oranges, that helps you to get into the sleep state ready for when you have a deep sleep. Mm, I'm gonna okay. get a crystal now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna show you this thing because this is like, <laughs> you'll be <Yeah>. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I've had so much fun with you today. Yeah, this is amazing. I think we should great. do part two. We should do a 2023 episode and like part two and just like, yeah, yeah, a, catch another, up. Yeah, 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 another catch up and like see where you're at. Okay, well, thank you so much for being an yeah. amazing guest. This Thanks has been for the, so much the fun. birthday present. That's really nice. You're I'm welcome. really, really happy. I'm going to be welcome. rocking it proudly on stage for sure. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. I'm wearing my trainers, which you chose for me. Yeah, so they're great. I love it. Yeah. I've had so many compliments. Like, yeah. Everywhere I go, people are like, oh my God, are they hand painted? Like, yeah, <laughs> I love them. Okay, so um, we'll have you back and do a part two. But guys, if you've enjoyed today's show, thank you so much for tuning in. Share it with a friend. If there's somebody you think is going to benefit from this today, if there's something in there that you know, oh my God, they are going to love this. The perfect time to listen right now whilst you have this moment to yourself. Go and share it with the world. That's how you grow. That's how you give. When you give, you receive. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you again next week. My name is Natasha Graziano. This is the Law of Attraction podcast. Ciao.